This is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is one other thing. And this is a bonus episode. And we are getting back to it. And I'm excited because, uh, boy, if you've stuck with us this far, i got to say thank you. But uh, we're down to number 30 is where we left off on the top 100 games to play before you die. And uh, that's a lot of games. And, uh, boy, I'm still reeling from the last episode where Goldeneye fell. I'm not going to get over that. Yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah, so we will have to, you know, send out a letter writing campaign of some kind and say we got to get this higher in the list because it makes no sense. It's, a, you know, it just really, I don't know what rating system they're using. But again, a shout out right away, though, to Two Beard Gaming for uh, coming up with this list. Uh, it's yes. been fantastic. I'm enjoying it. And um, there's one good thing that, co- that really, in my opinion, there's many good things that came out of going through this list. But one of them is we need to make our own list. That's, that's the good that's coming out of this, you know. We it, need our own list. And this has sparked a lot of good conversation. And, uh, you know, it's just honestly bringing up a lot of old games, too, that I wouldn't have thought of otherwise. So it's yes. a, lot of, a lot of fun. Um, but uh, before we jump into actually doing the list, again, we've got uh, just, well, we left on 30, so we've only got 29 more to go through. But uh, before we start, how, how do folks out there, our tutors, how does, how does anybody contact us? Oh, uh. Please email us at toot at tootcast.net with any of your questions, comments, concerns, and ideas. Uh, please visit our website at tootcast.net. And please uh, sign up for our Twitter feed at, at tootcast. Uh, there's a theme there. We definitely have a lot of tootcast going on there. There's a lot of tooting. A it's lot a lot of tooting. It's a mouthful. <laughs> it really is. So uh, without further ado, then, we're going to jump right into it. And... Uh, well, I'm aware of the series, but I've never played the game, and number 29 would be Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo. Yes, and I believe that's like a side-scroller. Oh, I know all about Mega Man. Yeah. I, I played the first uh, two, I think, and I believe I beat... I definitely beat the first one. I don't know if I beat the second, but yeah. they're side-scrollers. You shoot. Um, they have these nasty little blocks, though, that disappear, basically, so they're oh. there, and you got to learn the pattern and time you're jumping. Oh, so platforming. It's a platforming shooter. It's uh, painful. Um, so it's a shooter where I'd just rather you just shoot me. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, gotcha. It's, you know, honestly, if you are into it at all, go see a playthrough. Because people that are good at the games, I could see it being fun if you're good at it. I wouldn't be particularly good at it. Um, but uh, Mega Man X, apparently, for the SNES, the Super Nintendo. All right. It's something to look for, I guess. Uh, you know, this is, this is a funny one to me. Number 28, Super Star Wars Return of the Jedi for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, any experience with this? I, You're the big uh, Jedi. I played a lot of Star Wars games, and I'm sure I didn't play the SNES version. Um, I have played a game called Return of the Jedi, so I don't know how similar it is without seeing screenshots to the version I played. Um, Do you it, remember it how this game played? It's based on a movie, um, it, which it, it, was the first movie uh, that I saw in the theater. It was my birthday. My birthday is in June, uh, 1984. I went and saw Return of the Jedi. I didn't see Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back in the theater at the time, but this one I did. Okay, so, so had you seen the movies before? Yeah, I saw the movies okay. on you know rental VHS, and yep. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I was really into Star Wars I, and. Yeah, this is the first one I saw in the theater. That's pretty awesome. Um, I do know the uh, this being the third in the series of games, you know, and the first one being Star Wars. Yeah, um, I wonder what the second one's called. The uh, exactly <laughs> the 
series there, the Super Star Wars, as it were. For the Super Nintendo, I have played that. Um, and you, I think you referenced the renting video games. Yes. Yeah, back yes. in the day. Couple, yeah, um, it was our last top 100, Yeah, because that's what we did, rented video games. Yeah, that's how we were And you could rent entire systems, too, if you didn't have a Nintendo or a Sega Genesis. You know, that's crazy, actually. I did that one weekend. Yeah. Uh, I think I actually rented a Super Nintendo, too. But it might have been PlayStation. I don't remember. I want to yeah. say it was a Super Nintendo. Oh my God. I'm an old man because I'm um, saying those were the good old days when you could rent computer systems and gaming systems yeah. and games. It was that fun. It was awesome. Yep. Go there, pick it out, Yep. reserve it if they didn't have it. Play for the weekend and then yes. have to give it back. But uh, either way, yeah. the first one in that Super Star Wars series was a really good game. I mean, I, I have to say, I could see why it's on this list. It's, I mean, I... Obviously, it was based on the movie, and you know it followed that to some degree. But yeah. I have to say, um, it was surprisingly good. I'll put it that way. So I could see how the, uh, the while I've never played it, I could see how the Return of the Jedi had, uh, in fact, made it onto this list. But wh- how? What was the gameplay on this one? Uh, basically, you were, and I'm again, I'm talking about the first one. You're basically whatever character you are, Luke, Han, whomever, and you're. Left, right, kind of jump. Oh, okay. Kind of. Oh, it looks like rolling a... thunder kind of thing. I don't yeah. know how I would describe it. It's not really rolling thunder though. You had good freedom of movement. Yeah. Especially when you had the lightsaber and could do the spinny move that oh. kind of slaughtered everything. It was pretty handy. Yeah. So I missed this game. Um, I think I played some games like it, but yeah, I did not play this one. And this was nothing like the game I played that was just called Return of the Jedi. Okay, yeah, that was maybe the arcade It wasn't game. super. I don't know. I played it, 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 three, it, it, in the arcade. It's old. It probably is older than this. Uh, three maps, because yeah. this definitely didn't come out in 1984, so the game I probably played was probably closer than 1984. Were you on the speeder things from the movie? The... No, no. Okay. It was all in outer space, so you would do spa- three maps of space battles, and the third space battle would end up being the partially built Death Star, and you would shoot lasers straight up. <laughs> um I don't know, until you get to the center and then you win the game as TIE Fighters are trying to kill you. Okay. But it's, the TIE Fighters are literally going left to right on the screen. It was that old. It was... And I and I loved it. Okay. <laughs> I Not for nothing, talking about old Star Wars game. I remember yeah. this old Star Wars arcade game. It was all like those line vector kind of graphics. Oh, yeah. Those and, are good uh, games. You would fly in and, and destroy the Death Star. Freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, so my nerd cred is that this game that I play called Return of Jedi, which I don't know if it was on any other platform... But this particular platform was on the Atari 600XL PC system, which had a full keyboard operating system with a cartridge in the back, and Return of the Jedi was one of the cartridges that it took. So, and you had this? Yeah. Nice. So there was so basically it was out the same era as the Commodore 64, so it probably had you know 64K of RAM, so it's not... In fact, that's probably why I think the 600XL met 60K. You know, so it really wasn't that much. Yeah. But yeah, basically load very archaic games back then, which I loved every minute of them. Oh, I bet, I bet. Actually, you know, it's funny. Uh, I I rocked the hell out of the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. There's no yeah. question about that. But then, uh, ColecoVision was my next game system, yeah. which was the ColecoVision, and I, I you know, I, I loved it. Like it was a, you know. Some kid at that age said, oh, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? So I did. Yes, you did. And, and that's basically what happened. Awesome. I mean, it just, I love that system. And I had this adapter that let me play 2,600 games on that thing. Oh, so yeah. So I could play both. And, I mean, talk about In Your Glory. God. Uh, and I had, boy, the, the nostalgia of all this. 
I had the turbo steering wheel for the game Turbo and the gas pedal. Oh, and wow. all, like, two or three screens that so you you're could a cool kid. eventually turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I was picking up chicks in that thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you wouldn't there, believe. Come on. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't down. know how many miles I racked up in that thing, yeah. but, but we'll just say it's a lot. <laughs> that is awesome. But yeah, anywho. So, um... I got nothing for this one. Do uh, actually, you? do yeah. Number twenty-seven is a uh, Bust a Move Two. It's an arcade game, actually, and it is a, uh, you know, it's you bust a move. No, uh, <laughs> it is a uh, basically puzzle kind of game. I would say it's kind of in the Tetris vein, actually. But the the gimmick is you shoot these colored balls basically and you try to match three it's oh. a match three game okay and they all blow um, and all the ones connected it would blow up exactly gotcha. and, but instead of shooting uh instead of the stuff falling down and you having to stack it appropriately you're basically shooting this kind of catapult thing yes and you're getting them stuck to the top of the screen that way i think i played remakes of this game that... there's a zillion different variants of yeah. it but uh, it's good fun yeah so mm-hmm. no i that would definitely would be a game i used to play Oh, well, I'll give something like that a try so I can pull pure <laughs> Nice. No. Uh, I have actually played this game. Number 26 is Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. Um, you've not, because you said before, no Metroid? No Metroid and, and no SNES. Um, definitely, uh, I think I said it before when we spoke of Metroid. Uh, Metroid games are, the, well, they are what they are. They're kind of like a futuristic Castlevania in that sense, that kind of movement. Um, yeah. But they have other movements uh you can turn into a ball and roll around you can do this these bombs and do bomb jumping which is a whole thing but uh they're good games they definitely are and this was no exception this definitely brought in some new stuff and uh, i really enjoyed that game actually i have to say and for its time it was just you know triple a it was top of the food chain um that's awesome so yeah so uh again i think uh but i as weird as it is i think if I had to recommend one Metroid game, yeah. I think I would actually recommend the first. And um, that's really weird, but... Um, is that, you, is that the one where they reveal it. the ending, the uh, being the female? I yeah, forget that's which version. the end of the first one, but okay. it's, um, you got to beat it twice in order to do that. Okay. Um, and you got to do it within time. There's all sorts of... Oh, I don't even remember what it is. I know yeah. I did it. That's what, um, I have problems with games that are designed exclusively, exclusively just to frustrate me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those, though, too, where um, it's not like Ghost and Goblins, where you ever, you know the game Ghost and Goblins? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, fantastic game, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, scrolling left to right, you jump over gravestones. Tw- um, have I done it twice? That's a good question. That's the thing. You I don't know if I have. have to, because yeah. the first time you beat Satan at the end of it, because that's who it is, um, he basically just says, ah, 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 and sends you back to the beginning. Yeah. And then you have to go all the way through. And then it's really tough because that game is really mean because you have to get a very specific weapon to kill him with. And if you miss it, well, because <laughs> you get to go through again. Oh. I mean, it's Was just, it the flame one or the one that You have to get a cross, actually. Oh, cross, okay. But, uh, it, yeah, it only appeared on this one level. Um, they did make it fairly easy to get, but be that as it may. Um, yeah, that was a mean game to beat. I, I definitely um, used to play that game. So Metroid's not like that in the sense that you do not need to beat it twice in order to get that. I mean, you need to beat it twice to get the uh, I'm a Girl ending. Pretty yeah. certain you do. Um, it's been a long time, yeah. but uh, there were, I believe there are other criteria involved too. But you don't need to do that at all. You get an ending when you beat it. Oh, okay. You know, so um, yeah. All right, Super Metroid. Number yeah. 25. 25. The Witcher 3 now. I've got very limited experience with it, but you've beaten it, correct? I you... beat it, 
and then play it, start it over and beat it again. That's awesome. And there's, uh, there's probably like five games I've done that with, and Witcher was one of them because I played them pretty close succession to each other because when, when I saw Witcher 3 coming out, I saw Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 were on sale. Nice. So I played Witcher 1, which I'm, I'm the opposite of you. I want to find a way to make a controller work in the game. <laughs> I'm not a keyboard and mouse person, unless I'm playing certain games. It was horrible with the keyboard and mouse, because yes. that is how I played through Witcher 1. I oh. made it work. Yeah, there's mods, so I use the, the controller to play it. Nice. That's, I demanded it. It would have been much better. And, yeah, Witcher... So, it's... Un, it's it's Witcher 3 is such a different game compared to Witcher 1 and 2. It's, it's almost mean to say they're from the same company. There's such a huge difference in uh, quality, size of game. Witcher 1 had boobs, and a lot of them. What's that? Witcher 1 had boobs. Oh, it did have a boobs. lot of them. Yeah, it did have a lot of boobs. I'm putting um, that in the pro column. Uh, the, yeah, it was uh, Polish like lore that made a different, that made the fantasy seem a lot different than normal fantasy, like Skyrim. Seemed it does. A more, it yeah. has its own feel, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's like there's more like witches in here, and you know the lore just different, has a different feel to it when you're playing it. So I can't recommend Witcher 3 enough. Yes, it, it does help. To play Witcher One and Two just for the story to get into Witcher Three, but Witcher Three is his own game. You can play just Witcher Three and enjoy it. And so, what would you rate it? Oh, ten. Nice ten. Without even thinking. I Without even ten. The reason why is because one, CD Projekt Red loves gamers. They put out two DLCs afterward that was as big as other games. Nice. And they and the DLCs made the game even better. They were just great DLCs. There were interesting stories. Yeah, Blood and Wine, I want to say. Blood, Blood and Wine. wine. Yeah, one. Heart of Stone. Hearts of Stone, something like that. Yeah, it was the other one. It was great stories. I love them. And I love the character. And I love the multiple possible endings you can have. There's many different endings you can have based on what you do. Because what you do in the story matters. And Witcher 3, I, I cannot say enough about it. You have to play it. You can't play it like a Nintendo Switch. I think they ported the Switch. It's just not going to have the same quality. Yeah. Uh, PC is the play best way the to PC. go. Yeah. Um, you can mod it and change some scenes into the game. I didn't mod it the first time through. I usually don't on a newer game. And then I played it again with some mods and to make you know life a little easier. Like sure. I could teleport or you know, fast travel from wherever instead of going right to the, the signpost to do it. So it's things like that I changed. Yeah. Uh, but... It, it, it was a beautiful game. It was a great yeah, story. I was going to say, that's great my, story. I played it a little bit, and then I decided, okay, I'm me. I'm going back, and I'm playing the first one. So I beat yeah. beat the first one. But the second one is where I'm at now. I just have to go back to it. I kind of lost my way from it somehow or another. Um, may have had something to do with Final Fantasy yeah. VII coming oh. out, actually, the remake. It's not as long. Yeah. Witcher 2 um, is short compared to this game, so you should be able to get Witcher 3 pretty quickly. I did play a little bit of Witcher 3. I played maybe, I don't know, an hour or two into it, and, uh, I mean, it was just stunning, Yeah, is what I would say. I mean, the detail, it was just everywhere you looked, well, too. It was just a beautiful game. Make sure you turn on their special feature, because NVIDIA and Witcher got together and introduced a special feature to games that are probably taken for granted now, but it, it, it's the silliest feature. But they, like, advertise it. By the way, Geralt's hair, you can make it individually moving. That's great. So it's hair works, I think it's called. So you got to it's not. I don't think it's on by default. When you turn it on, you can see his hair move all separately. It's very important. It's very important. You it need to see his hair. monster hunting. You, yes, you definitely. 
And I've also found it interesting. I like having the two swords. One is silver for monsters. One is regular steel for humans. Well, you know, that's, it just, that's that lore you're speaking of too. Yeah. I just like that concept. Yes. That oh, okay, now we got monsters that we, you know, we got werewolf types. But I don't believe the books have it, and I think that's why the Witcher TV series he only has one sword because they're basing the Witcher TV series closer to the books. I see. This is based on the books, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of similarities. But the TV show is going to be closer to the books. Well. Oh. Well. All right. <laughs> well, uh, we're on to number 24 then, right? Yes. It's a Mega Drive game, which I played a lot of Genesis Mega Drive games, and I did not play Bart versus the Spa- Space Mutants. Uh, this one was on definitely on multiple systems, because I did, and I presume a Mega Drive makes me think SNES. They were, you know, Genesis versus Super Nintendo. Yep. So I am aware of this game. Um one you have to play before you die. Yeah. I have no idea what that's based on. Yeah. Um, it was maybe an okay game. I'll give it. That's a maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, and, 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 yeah, I'm just, I can't rate it very high. I have no idea what that's based on. So you say you played uh, Bart vs. the Space Mutants? Yeah, I can't, I, again, I can't recommend it. I have no idea what it's based on, but, um. Yeah, so it's on the list. Uh, you yeah. know what I can say with absolute positivity? I, I have an idea. Do you? <laughs> I do. Uh, that uh, What was that game you liked on the 1064 that you said that should not be so, you know, low on the list? It's just not even in the same league as Golf and I. Just have to throw that out there. Um, yeah, I yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> you might be on to something. Yeah, I have no idea how this this list is working here. So uh, number twenty three just confirms. That no, for some people, I would say this is high on the list. It might be. I'm not that person. Well, but let's not leave them hanging. Yeah, it's not leaving hanging. Number twenty three is Pokemon Snap on the Nintendo sixty four. Um, apparently, this is not a normal Pokemon game. Believe I for some reason I don't know why I know this. I believe the concept was you ran around with a camera, you took pictures of Pokemon. I did not play it myself. So that's not unique to the, them capturing Pokemon's now with their. I don't think they were capturing phones. them though. I think they were just taking a picture of them. Okay, um, I've never played this, and I, I, it's definitely not as good as Goldeneye. I, absolutely, <laughs> I've not either, and I'm willing to wager a lot on that one. Uh, number 22, I'm interested in, uh, if you've played this. I have played it. I wouldn't say I beat it, but I have played it. And that would be Earthworm Jim. And uh, they like the Super Nintendo b- uh, version better. This, too, was on Genesis and uh, multiple systems. Yeah, I've watched many videos where they compare Genesis and SNES. It's obviously going to happen, but they're going to compare them because they weren't identical engines. Some games look better in the SNES. Some games were look better in the Genesis. It's just dependent on the game. Some games were completely different releases. There was a game called Shadowrun, yep. which was... Uh, I'll be honest, I, I played the Genesis version, but very limited, uh, at a very limited basis, so uh, I didn't like it as much, but the Super Nintendo version, loved. Absolutely loved. It was a cyberpunk kind of thing, actually. You'd kind of dig it, but it was a weird <laughs> RPG, cyberpunk theme kind of thing. But anyway, we're talking about Earthworm Jim. <laughs> yes, back to Earthworm Jim. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's a platformer. Uh, you just snap things in with your head and jump around and collect stuff. It's, it, it had cool graphics, especially for its yeah. time. It was kind of um, cartoony. Yes. And it felt like you were playing a cartoon. Um, I too played it, and I never, uh, definitely never beat it. I found it to yeah. be particularly hard, actually. It's difficult. Um, yeah. So that's probably why I never... I'm not sure I got more than a couple levels in. I agree. Ever. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, 
tough, tough game. Um, next one I'm really curious about because I believe you've played and I have not, but it is on my list, yes. as many games are. Yes. But number 21. Ghostbusters, the video game. Uh, they say the PS3 version, but they definitely have ported this over the PC. Yeah. I have played it, I beat it, and it's worth playing if you like Ghostbusters, the movies. The original movies from the 80s. Uh, I'm confused. I'm just I'm, I'm just stunned. I'm so confused. What do you mean if you like Ghostbusters? The well, movies? that's true. <laughs> well, if you're alive in the 80s, you've seen the Ghostbusters. If you were not alive in the 80s, go watch the movies. Yeah, if you have not seen Ghostbusters, just stop listening. Go right now. Go watch Ghostbusters. Yes, it's <laughs> classic. They don't make movies like that anymore. It's mostly practical effects, so it holds up pretty well. There's a couple hinky scenes that you can tell it's an 80s movie, but for the most part, it really holds up. It really does. And, well, the comedy holds. So, I oh, mean, the comedy is just, hilarious. Exactly. It's just so quotable. Where do these stairs go? Exactly. They go up. <laughs> exactly. It's just a great, great movie. Uh, these guys are on the prime. They really, you can tell they enjoyed making the movies. Uh, this game, when it came out, basically they tried to make the Ghostbusters 3 made and never got made. They tried for years. They just couldn't. So they all got together, original voice actors, everyone. Went and they said, here's a script for Ghostbusters 3. Let's make it a video game. So this is Ghostbusters 3, the movie that you play. That's fantastic. And it's worth the price of admission, you it, say. It is worth the price of admission. It is fun. It's cool. Uh, I like the story. It definitely would have been a far superior, superior movie to the recent Ghostbusters release. Uh, oh, yeah, I just I blacked that out of my memory. So like there's a just almost reboot there because yeah, I I did watch it and um, it was humorless and forced and it just hurt to watch. Just yeah, it was yeah, mm. it was everything I thought it'd be. The CGI was a mess. <laughs> yeah, I can't say enough bad things about that movie. Yeah, it was everything I expected going into it. Uh, that's the, a very bad thing. The only person I liked in the movie was the one um, the crazy girl yeah, I agree. the Egon one yeah, the one that played the Egon one she did a great one. job I agree she did a good job nobody else did which is a shame because they were all they're all talented just I don't know bad script bad movie it didn't work yeah, yeah it didn't work yeah. bad CGI there well, was just nothing everything. was bad, as bad as that uh, Ocean 17 and a half or whichever one they recently oh, did yeah. you know I did not see that one I did not see that it was painful yeah it was painfully bad um yeah, Hollywood needs to So, yeah, up. this but is on my list, though, because of your playing. recommendation, buddy. Because, uh, again, who wouldn't want Ghostbusters 3 with the original yeah. cast? I mean, can count me in. Yeah, it's like everybody came back and they made this game. And I'm, it's fun because you're like, oh, I remember these people. It's like a glove. It just, it's good. It's a good game. I do recommend it. And I could see myself, it's not a game I'm going to play like a hundred times, but I could see my play, you know, five years from now playing it again. You know, because it's like a movie. How many well, yeah. times do you need to watch the same movie again? Exactly. You know, so. Well, I don't want to brag or anything, but I did survive the coming of Gozer. Oh, <laughs> we, we all did. We all did. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> Great movie. Oh, even the Ghostbusters 2 I love. Absolutely. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. We're That's... the Ghostbusters and we're in control. Come oh, on. Oh, look at you. You nailed it. <laughs> I like it. I'm impressed. It just yeah, I mean, they sticks just, with you. They're timeless. Um, I've uh, under the heading of who'd want to watch a mo- same movie over and over. I've seen Ghostbusters numerous times. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first one I have seen a lot. The second one I haven't seen as much, but it is still a good movie. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's some Got funny Vigo. scenes with the panda Vigo. <laughs> Vigo. 
<laughs> just awesome. So seriously, yeah, if you were listening to this and you're like, what are they talking about? Yeah. I've not seen either Ghostbusters 1 or 2 yet. Just stop mm. right now. Get your priorities in order. Yes. Go watch Ghostbusters and then come back. Yeah, they're better than most modern movies. They're just fun to watch. They're, they're great. And my nieces and nephews, they love watching the 80s movies like Goonies and stuff, and they do like them, and I think they would they would enjoy these. This, oh, yeah, I, they get into them. Ghostbusters, yeah, it's just can't pass them up. Number 20. Number 20, Virtual Racer for the arcade. Uh, any experience with this one? I have zero. I apparently spent way more time in the arcades. I, um, yeah, I didn't have many quarters back in the day. Actually, yeah, I've got, I had an unfair advantage. My parents owned a pizzeria for some mm. time, and we had an arcade as part of that pizzeria. So, yeah, I did all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, Virtual Racing was a... Uh, it was that whole virtual series, like Virtual Fighter, was out around that time. Oh, okay. It was that weird kind of polygon graphics. That, they were kind of neat for the time. They always looked weird. They look weird yeah. now. Um, yeah, I can see that in the screenshot they have here. Very, yeah, very yeah, polygon. You know, just a lot of polygons coming at you. And it was yeah. a racing game, and I mean, it was, it was fun. Yeah, there's no way a car with wheels shaped like that could go more than five miles per hour. But here they go ahead in this pit screenshot, 326 kilometers per hour. Yeah, no, that's going off road. With the uh, with the hexagon wheels, yeah. yes. There's no um, way it's stand. Yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> They're gonna catch well. on fire. But uh, I remember being, you know, I do have a penchant for racing games, and it was it was fun. Yeah. You know? And you could do, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you could do. They'd have side by side things in the arcade, so you could actually race real people. Oh, yeah. And that's always a good fun time. Yeah, that one I didn't play uh, side by side, but I played other racing games side by side with those steering wheels and the pedals. Yeah, it's yeah. good fun. Yeah. yeah, I do like those. And my eyes couldn't help but look, and uh, I'm laughing at number 19 because yeah. it is a game yes! that I know at least one of us have played, and I yes. installed it. That's all yes. I can say. And that would be Mass Effect 2. It's finally showing up at number 19. Number 19. And this, I don't know, I think I might like it better than, uh, um, than you know... Goldeneye? Goldeneye, yeah. I, I do like it I have, I can't. I can't have an opinion. Yeah, I haven't, haven't played opinion it yet. Uh, great story. Uh, great game. Um... It's back when Bioware decided that between you know, Mass Effect 2, what you did mattered. Mass Effect 3 did not, so they decided to throw that out the window, which made people a lot of ma very mad. But it's still worth playing Mass Effect 3. It is a good game, um, but they ruined a couple things in the game. But it's still a good game, so I still recommend it, especially since it wraps up the whole series. Mass Effect 2, though, it is in the top ten list. A lot of people, best games of all time. It's Final Fantasy level it, the seven. It's it's. I will get. I swear, I have installed it. I'm getting there. I'm getting close. Yes, yeah. it's a well done game. The characters are great. Uh, they're interesting. I'm gonna be the Femship or uh, Femship, as you, as you call it. I'm gonna play through all three again as Femship because I've never done that. Uh, but all the characters, you have to do all the loyalty missions. Um, you don't have to. You'll get the bad ending if you don't. Uh, but if you do, the loyalty missions are each one are awesome. They're okay. just fun. It just I, I can't say enough that this game is just fun. When I uh, do start, I will keep you posted on my progress and uh, you know. Mm. I, yeah. So I have multiple copies of this game. I have this on yeah, the Xbox you, 360. Yeah, you play it on originally? It was Xbox 360. Oh, okay. I, I believe I think it's over there. I do. Nice. I have it over there. So um, I play as an Xbox 360. I got several versions of the PC. Uh, because of, when they first put it on PC, you could only get it on the EA Origin downloader, which I hate with a passion. Okay. That was for the longest time. It was just recently they re-released it on Steam. I do remember the downloader too. It was awful. Yeah, it was a horrible downloader. So as soon as they, so I paid full price for it on Origin, and when they released it on Steam, I bought it there too. Yeah. 
because I never want to open Origin again if yeah. I can avoid it. I hear you. But I can't. But if you look at the download, I cannot stress enough. Look for, make sure you have all the DLCs because that helps. The game is cool enough where you want to be in the world as much as possible and have all those DLCs in there. Okay, yeah, I'll check. I'll check what I because uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I just yeah. clicked install. Uh, yeah, I, I love the game, but it's very possible you didn't get the ones with the uh, DLC because they don't always package the DLC with the game. And but you can get the DLCs one, you know, you can get all the DLCs together. Yeah. But I don't know if they always package them together in the same purchase. All right. I well, think it might be a separate purchase. I'll roll the dice. I doubt it's very expensive if I, if I have to buy them outright. Yeah, that's <clears throat> worth it. The uh, you know, it's not worth buying all the DLCs for Mass Effect One. But Mass Effect 3, some of the DLCs were pretty good there, too. All right. Well, number 18, I know uh, we both have familiarity with, and I actually like this list because it, it made me laugh here. Yeah. But that game is Skyrim. Uh, what it made me laugh is <laughs> that it's just awesome on everything, is on what they everything. say. It doesn't matter what the system is. It is just something to behold, and I will give it to them. It is a very pretty game. I'm actually... Yeah, again, it's one of those games I have 50 copies of because uh, I have the VR version because they sell you full price for every version, and I have multiple copies of it because they came out with regular Skyrim. Then they kind of came out with the Skyrim Special Edition, which had a little bit better graphics, so I have both copies. Of course, yeah. Uh, I recently purchased this for my Nintendo Switch as well because not because it's everything revolutionary, but you can use the Switch controllers to swing your swords. No, that's great. So, and the bow and arrow too, so I'm like, I want to try it. That's great. So I'm going to try this on the Switch as well, and I guarantee you there's portions of this game I have not discovered yet. Absolutely. Yeah, huge game. Oh. I mean, that's not even... That barely touches it. It's gigantic. But um, that, what I what got me about the game, I mean, I, I don't think I was... Loved the game. Definitely loved the game. Um, story was fantastic. It really was. Uh, everything about it is just well done. It's like finely manicured lawn. It's just perfect in every way. Um, what struck me about the game, though, more than anything, was just the locales you went to. It was just gorgeous. You yeah. just, I would, I would find myself taking a lot of time to look around, and I yeah. don't mean like search for things. I mean literally to just stop and look around. Like, wow, this is astounding. That's why you can't play the VR version because, like, I like I have this in VR, and I do sightseeing more than playing. Yeah, you never get anything done. Yeah. Yeah, and they changed the menu of the VR version where you're in a cave with a giant waterfall. When you look up, that's like ten stories tall waterfall oh, coming down so i'm in the menu for 10 minutes just looking up yeah <laughs> i haven't even started the game yet i haven't even load game yet i'm like oh, that this is amazing room you're in you know i'm in a cave and it's beautiful so yeah That's i have great. done that you know because yeah you start the game and you don't you don't immediately hit start and get going because when you play the game normally it's a black screen with these uh, skyrim logo and it has click here to start yeah and no, the VR version is a whole beautiful screen, and you're like, oh, this is kind of nice down here. It's got foliage down below, and I'm like, this is kind of a nice screen. I'm like, I'm just going to hang out here for yeah, a while. Yeah, I wish it was a real place on the map that you can get to. Oh, that's great. Because I'm like, this is awesome, and why didn't they do this in the regular game? I don't know. It's just better than their black screen you normally see when you launch it. With, the, with this game specifically, I could definitely see uh, why... Why you never get anything done in VR? It, yeah. it just it was pretty just playing it regularly. Um, I would give it um, rating wise. It was for me. I, I can't give it a ten. It wasn't there, but it was definitely a nine point five. I mean, it was that good. It was it's just a solid game. I agree with you that it is a nine point five game. But if you mod it like crazy, you can push it to ten because everything you didn't like about the game you can fix. Yeah, I believe that. And 
post-production. <laughs> yep. No, I believe it. Yep. There's, and it, again, it's not that I didn't like it. Um, to me, I often, I kept making, I couldn't help it, I was making Fallout parallels. Yeah. And I guess what it boils down to is if you give me the choice between, you know, living in the fantasy world and swinging swords and shooting bow and arrows or using a sniper rifle to blow off some, uh, you know, crazy Spartan's head from a far yeah. away away, I know what I'm going to pick. Yeah, there's... And it doesn't end well for the Spartan. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, so the Fallout games, especially the three and... Uh, New Vegas and four, uh, yeah, really captured my imagination. Yeah, they're just yeah. It's it's sad in a way because um, while there's tragedy in both you know universes, the Fallout universe is pretty pretty grim. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's fun. Well, I think what can push us up to ten for people is the fact that one of the most popular mods mm-hmm. it turns your swords into lightsabers in the game. Nice. And that is just awesome. <laughs> I bet, yep, exactly. But yeah, again, solid game. A lot of, lot of replayability. Not just because of the size of it either. Different classes, different ways you can play the game. Yeah, um, yeah and join different, yeah, guilds. Guilds and, yeah. and yeah, whatnot, have different careers. It's absolutely yeah. insane, the level of detail. Because, I mean, to me, this is just, and I, I presume it's the intent, but this is like Arena 15, or yeah. whatever they're up to. It's just yeah. the Arena series evolved. Yeah. Um, and it's... It truly is a masterpiece. I mean, it's just a work of art. Well, I, if, I do recommend if you play this on any platform that can be modded, which is everything but Switch, uh, I recommend if you're going to play through multiple times, that one of the first mods you put in is that skips the tutorial mission because that's tedious to go through the same thing. We're in the wagon, you go in the town, yeah. you make a character. So that's the first thing I put in as a mod that says start me that elsewhere. That forever too, yeah. It's just annoying. It is annoying, but yeah, that's why multiple playthroughs, that's why I love modders, because they says skip the tutorial. Yep. So you put that mod in there, and you end up kind of like semi-equiped someplace else on the map. You're not worried about getting your head cut off or waiting to fight that dragon in the beginning. Yep. You're just in the game. Exactly. Yep. So that's, that's what you have to do if you're going to replay the game. The quality times. of life features. Yeah, that's why I love the mod scene. I love you guys. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I seriously again it just adds so much life and i imagine it's uh, imagine it's like this show they have fun doing it and everybody you know enjoys the fruits of their labors in some way um oh and i want to shout out to nexus mods because that's the first place you should always look for mods for any game okay i believe i have that installed on my computer and probably largely because of you yes (laughs) um so yeah skyrim uh you know great great addition that makes sense to me um boy this is fascinating i when I say I know nothing about this game, I know nothing about Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem for the GameCube. I've heard of it. Have you? Yes, I heard it's one of the few horror games on the GameCube. Huh. Yeah, that's not my brain's not processing that correctly. Um, that's not a common occurrence on the Nintendo series Nintendo of horror games. Nintendo and horror it can't be that horror, can it? Yeah, it's psychological horror, action adventure. And it looks kind of scary yeah like, they even it say looks... it somehow managed to make its way into the wholesome nintendo gamecube wow so, i'm actually writing this down because it, it just the fact that a horror game a real horror game yes, got onto anything one. that says nintendo fascinates me yeah basically i don't think children should ever play this game but somehow yeah it they missed it in the ratings and said okay let's make a scary game for the gamecube i and they did. I have no idea how, but again, I think I have a GameCube. i got to validate that. I, I think I saw think one I at your house. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Weren't they like a done. squarish? Yeah, kind of... it looks like a box. A box <laughs> with a <laughs> handle. Yeah, yeah, handle. Yeah, and yeah, the color scheme is like a gesture yeah. suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... 
<laughs> they couldn't use more colors than they did. Yeah, so I'm so. going to have to look that up because, again, I'm just I, – I think I'm more – I kind of want to applaud them already. Yeah, it's like... Like, I don't even care what the game's like. You've yeah. got a horror game on a Nintendo device. Yeah, like, th- way to go. Yeah, someone's asleep at the wheel when this was released. Absolutely, yeah. It was, um, yeah, done late on a Friday. It was yeah. just really yeah. expertly timed. I don't know how you pulled that off. But, yeah, uh, they probably just called it an RPG, but it wasn't. I'm fascinated. <laughs> yeah, psychological horror. Yeah, a lot of... Kid, and if you ever were a kid when this came out, you probably messed up now because of this game. Well, I'm going to have to look it up to find out if it's better than Goldman. Uh, this one might be better than Golden. I might I could, agree with this actually. Like, yeah, um, number sixteen. <laughs> what do we got? Oh, WWF WrestleFest. Uh, this is an arcade version. I haven't specifically played the arcade version, but I celebrate the entire WWF catalog of video games. I uh, they're even, all fun. I said they. I even include the uh, WCW. But, oh uh, yes. I mean, just the fact that if you're talking about WWF, um, you know, you know that means you're old, right? Yeah, w, yeah, because it's not WWF anymore, but that's always WWF to me. Well, you know, it's funny. For years, um, and to emphasize old, for years, my wife supports the WWF, you know? And, that's when uh, it was real. And, uh, well, I mean, to, to, it will donate every year to uh, World Wildlife and, uh, Foundation, Federation. Federation, I think whatever it's they yeah, are. one of them. Hug yeah. Panda today. Yeah, Hug um, Panda. <laughs> but uh, every year I tell, I talk about how uh, she was supporting starving wrestlers everywhere <laughs> and, and, you know, things of that nature because she's sending these checks out. Don't and, say that with water uh, in my mouth. And then, you know, uh, it's, it, years later, it turns out that giant panda basically kicked uh, Hulk Hogan's ass. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he did too. So, uh, but yes, uh, this arcade game I did actually play quite a bit of in the arcade. Of this um, one, yeah. it was just, it was what I'll call a pure, pure game. Meaning, it was simple to understand. You walked up to it the first time, having never seen it before. You had only a couple buttons. You could jump, yep. you could punch, possibly kick, and you had characters you knew. You know, yep. you had your Hulk Hogan, you had your Ultimate Warrior, you had your Big Boss Man. Um, I used to get their magazine. Oh, that's great. I loved wrestling so much as a kid. And the way the game was played is pretty simple. You press the direction, you wail like hell on the buttons. (laughs) Button smash. And yeah, you just wail on them to no end. So that being said, I mean, um, we should figure out if we can uh, find this somewhere um, on uh, any system simply because wrestling games in general are you wail on the buttons, beat the hell out of each other. And... um, that's what we'd like to do. Yeah, they may have remade this one on the uh, SNES or the NES, and you never know. You might be on the... I don't know. I didn't look really closely on the um, Switch exactly. online I, options. Maybe. I don't know what's available to us uh, yeah. for wrestling games, but it's something I'll have to look into. Yeah. Okay. Huh. There could be a DOS version as well. We'll add it to my yeah. Uh, list here. Yeah, check GOG games. Um... Um, Number okay. 15. Yeah, we're getting pretty high up in the list for me to still not recognize every game I see. I agree with that. Yeah, this is Snatcher on Mega CD. So that would be the Genesis CD system there. Yeah, which, as far as I know, there there's more of a gimmick, and I didn't think there was any real good games for it. I've never even heard of this game. Um, a... I got nothing. <laughs> it doesn't even look like a guessing. It's... Oh my god, this game was made by Hideo Kojima. Who, I have no idea who that is. Um, he just did the Death Stranding. He. Uh, oh look at that! Yeah, he yeah. So look how far he's come. I mean, he yeah. did the Metal um, uh, Metal Gear Solids. So he's been around. Yeah, for a he's while. been around. So this is like his opus. So. Apparently, this is a game that you should play, and I'm reading about it, and it seems like a game I would like. 
So snatch it for the mega they CD. Sa- they said, yeah, it's very Blade Runner-esque. Oh, well, that is your cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, oh. I think I own every version of Blade Runner, and there's like seven of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I'm sensing a pattern anyway. Yes. Yeah, you like what you like. I like Blade Runner. I just think the movie well, was genius. Well, now we got to, yeah, should we be find the yeah, means I to think come across the game Snatcher? See if we can we'll find Snatcher. Uh, yeah, because it does sound like, um, you know, along the veins of uh, I've no mouth, but my, uh, but I'm a scream kind of like, not the same playability, but the same kind of feeling of dread. You know what is that that makes that fun? Yeah, it's just, yeah I know. <laughs> it's fun to feel dread when you play a video game. It is, and next game um, is Nintendo to get rid of all your feelings of dread. Exactly. It's uh, Super Mario Sunshine, uh, GameCube. Uh, Number 14. And uh, I thought I've heard of every single Mario game. Oh, and I've heard of this. It sounds very lighthearted that we call it the Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think you're going to have a Super Mario Death Metal anytime soon. But uh, <laughs> That I would play. <laughs> I would Mario play that. Super Death Star. You know, it's just it's not going to work. Um, but uh, I've not played this one, but I believe it's just another Mario-ish game. And uh, let's face it, once again, those Nintendo characters just have some charm to them. Those pixels, you put them in that order, and it's just adorable. And, you know, it's, it's got bright colors. The, you know, even on the great GameCube, we're looking at a screenshot of it, and the the graphics definitely do not compare to the Switch in that regard. But, likewise, it's the same concept, though. It's like the same palette. Everything's very bright and festive yep. and cheery. And, and they're then, not afraid of the pastels. Yeah, exactly. And it's pretty much yeah. everything that the game before this wasn't. <laughs> you know, it's on the other end of the spectrum. So, okay. um, But that being said, I'll put my name on Mario games. They, yeah. they're, they're platformers. They're but fun. is it better than GoldenEye? You know, can't say. Um, that, and that's tough, actually, <laughs> believe it or not. Stacking up Mario the GoldenEye. Because, you know, Mario's great for what he is. But mm. uh, me personally, yeah, I'll take GoldenEye. <laughs> yeah, GoldenEye. GoldenEye. <laughs> Uh, the next one, number 13. Oh, another one. And Oh, I've got two questions for you because I know you played this. So we got number 13, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. KOTOR, as the uh, kids call it. KOTOR. Oh, KOTOR. yes, KOTOR. Yes. Uh, um, in fact, I just watched a playthrough of this game. Um, I played this game several times. I believe you can mod the game. Especially you have to mod the game. Otherwise, the resolution is so small you can't see it. That's what I need you to help me with, actually, next yeah, time you need, you're in my house. You need to mod it to f- fill your entire screen and use 1080p graphics. Uh, but the game is Knights of the Republic. Bioware, during their heyday, they took Dungeons & Dragons rule set and applied it to Star Wars. That's neat. Turn-based fighting. Yeah. Um, was not real-time in any way. Um, and, yeah, it's it was slow pace. Excellent characters. Um, it's a little, you know, dated now. Some of the, some of the mechanisms of it. Yeah, but which you like? Not to me. Yeah. But some things are dated as far as, um, you know, just it's kind of clunky. How, you know how the game is put together. But the stories and the side quests were amazing in this game. Yeah, it's because the side quests weren't. This is before the fetch quests of open world games. Each side quest was kind of interesting. Nice. So it was a blast because when you start the game, you're just a scoundrel, and then you don't become a Jedi till later in the game. And then when you get your first lightsaber, you're like, oh, yeah. I may have uninstalled it, but I did have it installed for a little while, but I ran into exactly that problem you were talking mm-hmm. about where it played and, like, it, the window was so tiny and I could not find a way to get that to change. You have to mod it because it. not only do you have to change the resolution, you, the mod has to change where all the buttons are too because they didn't map correctly to a wide screen. Yeah, it so just you, can't seem to hack it. So yet. you have to mod it to make it make it work on a modern computer. And 
I don't know. I don't know what version you have as a Steam or GOG, but I, I yeah, I, I have a feeling that you, if there's a GOG why? version, yeah, yeah it might say, work better. Yeah, you know why? Because it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, Steam doesn't take an effort to make old games work. Nope. They just post them, and it's up to you. If it's it like it work. we work for GOG, but seriously, I yeah. love them. I love GOG, good old games, because it just works. Yeah, everything they put out, if they put an old. That's why if it's a game that's more than five years old, I will check GOG. Uh, actually, in all honesty, though, Steam is better for nostalgia, I guess, because yeah. I did spend a good portion of my childhood cursing it computers thinking why won't this game fucking work yeah you know so like for, suppose from that perspective mm. seems better for oh, it's like a good days <laughs> yeah at least you don't have to run any kind of memory programs to get you know use your uh, uh conventional think, memory I'm properly crap now <laughs> and i didn't then want xms cms leave me oh, alone just work yeah no so yeah so you know shout out once again to good old games but uh i bought a program called qemm back in the day oh, that i paid for to help manage my conventional yep. memory and extended memory, memory yeah yeah Oh yeah. my god, you're a nerd. It's yes. awesome. Um, yeah, right there with you, brother. It's just, um, but here's the question, and this is the the really good one. Is well, I'm going to tell you right now. I haven't played it. It's not better than Goldeneye, but is it better than Mass Effect Two? No, it can't be. It can't be. Better I, than I, Mass didn't Effect think 2. It, I didn't yeah. think it would be, but it can't be. But I can see why it's higher on the list of games you should die, play before you die. I think if you're okay, specifically no, you saying too. games before you die, this would be higher than Mass Effect on that kind of list. Maybe that's why this list is in an order we don't agree with. Yeah, the order, I do find the order questionable. Yes. Um, good but list, I, though. But I, I would say that Stars in the Republic is higher on you have to play this before you die than Mass Effect 2, but only barely. Okay. Only barely. All right, that's a good endorsement. It is a good game. And, uh, and Star Wars Universe, you know, okay, yeah. it's just not something you know and love. Yeah. And when you meet a droid in the game that is a Sith war, a Sith droid who you recruit and all he does is call you a meat bag, you're like, yeah, this game's all right. That's <laughs> I love this game. I um, love it. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'll have to remember to uh, have you help me It's with worth playing. And, and I don't think the game is terribly long. Okay. I thought that was a big game for some reason. Yeah, it's got a world, but some it seems big because I think the first world takes forever to get off of. But once you get stronger and more powerful... Some levels are way shorter, like the Kashyyyk, which is the Wookiee homeworld, okay. is a, a smaller level. It, does, it takes less time to get through some of the other worlds. God damn, I wish you hadn't said Wookiee. Wookiee. <laughs> what a Wookiee! It's just going to be playing in my head the rest of the night. <laughs> Oh, Great even, song. Just cannot even hear that. I yeah. can't hear anything like you yeah. too close to it yeah. without my brain singing Chewbacca for like five hours. It's just like an opus. Yeah. Seriously, what a Wookiee! What a Wookiee! <laughs> oh God! There we go. God. So number twelve. Yes. Um, no, I have never heard of it, but I'm telling you, Dreamcast games were good. It looks like my cup of tea. It's Power Stone for the Dreamcast. Yeah. It looks kind of like a fighter. Uh, they would. I would say about. 40% of games for the Dreamcast was fighting games. Another 40% were sport games. And the rest were everything else. Huh. So it seems like a good two-player system, then. It is. Very uh, good two-player system. Because what I'm seeing here, and it's just a screenshot, and I'm taking a lot of implications, but it looks yeah. like a fighting game with steps involved and, mm. in, and objects you can interact with. Yes. So it looks like, you know, you could run up those steps and that... Girl with the purple pants could throw that flower pot at your head. So you know it looks. Uh, fighters, are, fighting games are fun again, just to beat the hell out of your friend. But more fun when you can pick up, interact with the objects around you. You know. Yeah, that was a, um, a game system I actually gave to my little brother. 
Wow. And I had a very large library for that game. Oh, very nice of you. Yeah. If you listen to this, can I have it back? Yeah, I'd like to have it back now. <laughs> Otherwise, I might, hit, yeah. I might actually hit eBay because I've been watching a lot of uh, videos on YouTube of people still working on their old Dreamcast, and they're, the games kind of hold up. Nice. They're, yeah. They're, well, I heard there's a game uh, called Power Stone. Power Stone. It's pretty good. Power Stone for Dreamcast. Um, Virtual yeah. Fighter was one that's very popular on the system as well. I like the Virtual Fighter games. Yeah, or Tyler Whoop Your Ass in Virtual Fighter. Um, so, yeah, I think you should get it. Yeah, you should get it. If, you, you will. Now, this is interesting. Um, I have actually some experience with this. I don't know if you do. I have played um, every single Fallout game. Okay, so this is... Except for the Tactics. That's the only one I haven't played, Fallout Tactics. Oh, look at that. I've played played and beaten Fallout Tactics. Yes, I have not. But Um, I have played this, and I played it when it came out. Well, number 11 is none other than Fallout. The first one. The very first one. Which is better than Fallout 2. Uh, So I think Fallout 1 should be on this list. It was a great game. I'll say it this way. If somehow you're out there and you're listening, yes, and you're the person who played Fallout 1 or Fallout 2, yes, and then wrote off the Fallout series because it wasn't your bag, you got to try 3. Yeah. 3 or 4. You could just either one of them. Cuz it's the the universe is the same. We're talking the the after a war type scenario, nuclear winter is presumed. War never changes. Exactly, and it's just the the remnants of society um, struggling just to survive in you know what's post apocalyptic kind of nuclear fallout kind of scenario. Um, fallout one and two though had this top down isometric kind of view that well. Three and beyond, three New Vegas and four are all first person. Yeah, and so the games played entirely different. Um, this one I played, but I did not beat it because, as I recall, I found it exceptionally difficult. It is difficult, I agree, and I, I think I only beat it. I didn't play I beat it back when it first came out either, but I've since have beat it because you do. It's a lot of those games you need a guide. Well, yeah. so this is where you need to go. Once you know where to go, you can get the water purifier, and you know you can. As I recall, yeah. it was one of those things where it was go get the water purifier. Problem is, every room you enter has about three hundred items, and you can pick them all up. Yeah. And you have no idea what the water purifier is yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Brita filter for all I know. Yeah, so you're picking up everything, and you have no idea. So uh, I just yeah, I remember very high difficulty curve, but. I mean, it was that first time, really, where you're getting a good taste of that that uh, post-apocalyptic future in a way we hadn't seen before. Yes. You know, so it was it was legendary for its time. I don't know if you have to play it before you die. Well, I'm, I, see, I'm trying to think. Yeah, the um, Interplay is the company who produced the first two games. Yeah. Oh, and uh, probably the Tactics as well. And I uh, be- Tactics wasn't bad, if that's your thing. I enjoyed it. And I believe a lot of the that was the big selling point of Outer Worlds is the original creators and writers of Fallout One and Two okay. worked on Outer Worlds. Yeah. So th- I think that's tried to inject the similar humor they had in this ga- that game, these games. Yeah. So, um, but would you put it on your? Now, don't get me wrong. Three or four? Well, there I would were, say take your pick. They'd be yeah. on my. You should play those before you yeah. die. But Fallout One or Two? No. It's an interesting game. It's a. It's, there hasn't been really many games on this list like this specific game mm-hmm. so i think if you're going to pick a game of this type this is a good pick because it is a weird game and it has some different. humor it's different turn-based fighting you know yeah. so yeah i think it definitely some people would love this game 
Yeah, I'm doing. I'm sure they would. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not knocking the game. No, good game. And uh, again, first time, definitely yeah. something. Um, just uh, yeah, I wouldn't put it on my list. A hundred before no. after you die. Uh oh. I would put this one on though. Yes, I can see that. Uh, number ten, Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, Super Nintendo. That's kind of fun playing words, Link, because he's Link. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, and they had the gimmick where you could basically kind of teleport between the light and dark world. Um, it was a big game for its time, huge for its time, and it had um, it had some things that we hadn't really seen before, multi-level puzzles. Oh. Things like that, like you had to get the rock from third level, push it down to the first somehow or another, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So you liked puzzles um, at one point? No, I didn't like them. No, I liked the fighting. Um, <laughs> no, there were, you, you got to do them. Yeah. I don't like the puzzles at all. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like them then, I don't like them now. No, they just, you got to get through them to get to the, the fighting of the next monster. Um, but it, it was basically the Super Nintendo version of Zelda 1, if you will. I mean, like it was... The, the enhanced, I mean, there was so much more story. It was the same world, though, and it took all that that original lore, if you will, and it just ran with it on the Super Nintendo. So the graphics were better, the music was better. Everything was just bigger and better. Um, but I would leave this on this list. This is a great game. Hmm. I highly recommend the Zelda games, and I'll recommend Zelda games sight unseen. Yeah. It's just they're good games. Yeah. <laughs> and this is no exception, though, and I have played it, and I did beat it. Uh, it took a long time for me. So, uh, this is funny, actually. Uh, number, number nine. nine. Die Hard Trilogy on the Saturn. And I actually, I've never played any Saturn games. I've definitely not played this on a Saturn, because I may be with you on that. I don't know if I've played a Saturn at all. Um, but I am aware of Die Hard had an arcade game that I was particularly fond of. Um, and it was weird, isometric graphics. This looks like a shooter of some kind. This is a light gun game. Oh, okay, yeah. I definitely have not played this then. So uh, we know light gun games, though. Lethal Forces, that kind of thing, Duck Hunt. Um, they're all the same. I mean, basically, you stand there, things pop up, you shoot them. Yeah, so it sounds like a basic game. Um, I would say, no, this doesn't deserve to be on this list. Not this one. I would put a. I would on a hundred games to play before you die. I'd entirely put a shooter of some yeah. kind. I'd go House of the Dead myself. House of the Dead. Uh, I think I used to play like Predator. I think that was one. Yeah, there's a gazillion like, uh, yeah. of them. Um, you know what? I might go old school and go like Operation uh, Wolf. Oh. Was, uh, you each got an Uzi and you could shoot grenades. It was great I, fun. They, I, I played that one. Yeah, I know that one. Fantastic. I know that one. Um, yeah, that actually that might make it. Um, but yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, number eight, I know of. Um, ditto, and I can't I can't stress enough where I thought I would know more than half these games, and I don't. I know, I'm, I'm amazed by that myself, actually. But uh, thank God we might actually finish our list tonight, and that's yes. a joke, guys. We are entirely finished. Oh, we're finishing it. It's 54 minutes in. <laughs> if we, we never got eight sleep left. again, we're, we, we're finishing this list. My, my money is that we're going to at least recognize one more <laughs> in this top ten here. Oh, that's great. Place your bets now, folks. Place your bets now. Well, I recognize more than one. So number eight is Earthbound for the Super Nintendo. And to be honest, I don't know. I, I'm kind of shocked neither one of us have played this. Because it's got a huge cult following. It's an yeah. RPG. And, um, well, we've about exhausted my knowledge of the game. Yeah, the captioneer says it is flawless. That's pretty high rating. Yeah. And people love this. And yeah, Earth. I don't think they're out yet, but I believe they're remakes of this being made. So, 
Apparently, we're going to have to check out Earthbound. Earthbound. All right. Earthbound. Earthbound's I'm, I'm, on my list. Hell, I'm writing it on my list, too. I'm actually literally fact, keeping a list these days, guys. That's um, not a figurative. Okay. So, so far, not looking good. Then we're going to recognize any of these games. Uh, number <laughs> <laughs> No, this is where it's at. Woo. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm what, does, what does that say? I'd like to stop for a moment. <laughs> I'm starting to think the problem here is this is an international list. Yes. And we are dumb Americans. Or, yeah, or they're just trolling us. That's not to say Americans are dumb. I'm just saying we, specifically. Yes, just us, too. <laughs> dumb Americans. We're dumb Americans. <laughs> um, so, number seven is the ever-popular Kevin's favorite Taiko no Tatsujin. Did I fucking nail that? Yeah, I think or you may what? have. Um, um, and I actually know a little bit about this, apparently just to make you blow your mind. Guitar Hero. I believe it's with a drum. Oh, and, uh, so you, you say this big game can't be beat? You, oh, that is great. <laughs> and that's basically it. It's Guitar Hero that can't be beat. Oh, that is yes. it. But yeah, you just... Uh, Good night, everyone. Exactly. You Michael Jackson the hell out of it, and that's how you play the game. You just wow. beat it. Wow. Hee <laughs> hee. Um, <laughs> oh, thank okay. God. Yay, we know a game. Number six, Bioshock. And they want you to play it on the 360 for some reason. And that was the first version I played. It was okay. the 360 version of Bioshock. I'm going to guess that's... I wonder why that is, because i got to think the PC version is just better. Uh, I don't know. No, it didn't come out with the PC at the same time. I think it was a console first. Well, no, I'm just saying yeah. i got to think the PC version is yeah. better. Oh, yeah, I would say it's better. Plus, there's a remastered version now, um, which I don't... This is funny. I like the remastered version very much, except for the opening scene. Because, they, in my opinion, they over-remastered the opening scene in the remastered version. Oh, okay. There's a beautiful scene when you first go into... When you're in the city and whatnot? you in the city. We did say Bioshock. Into, yeah, Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, Bioshock on the Xbox version. So, when you're first descending into Rapture, yep. they have a beautiful scene where you see the neon lights. Absolutely. And they have the whale that go by the and screen. it's awe-inspiring. It's yeah. awe-inspiring. And then it's diminished severely by the remastered version because they decided to add sludge on your window to kind of like age things more and it to me i'm like it looks better in the original oh, okay and That's usually i'm a big fan of remastered games that enhance it and to me throwing sludge on your window does not enhance the game. Yeah, it's not um it doesn't look as good. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like yeah. a certain game I know where they uh, added new material by making the levels dark. Yeah. Um looking at you Blizzard. Oh. But uh so that's funny then. I played the original because I remember shortly after I beat the original they released the yeah, the remastered version. So I, I still recommend the remastered version over this because the graphics are dated and it the remastered version does look better. Uh, but I, I'd rather just see you know see a playthrough, just compare them of the opening sequence of in descending the rapture. They are not the same, and they did not approve it. Okay, they did not. They yeah, ruined it. I know the exact scene you're talking about, and I have to say, I I would agree this game belongs on the list. It's a yeah, it's a great game. It's interesting. Uh, a great twist in the game. Uh, it's a twist they didn't have in the second game, and they had a different twist in the third game. Um, I'm not saying it's a better twist. I would say eh, I would say the first Bioshock is a better twist. Bioshock Infinity being the f- Bioshock the Infinity is the third one. I haven't done played it yet. It has its own. It I think they try to replicate some of the original Bioshock, and there were I'll say they were mostly successful. Still a fun game, and the twist is different, but it's still got a twist, which is I think what makes it a Bioshock game. I didn't play Bioshock two. I did play it, but I gave up on it because 
I kind of got a more of this feeling. Yeah, that's. It was made by a different company too. And it just felt yeah. like Bioshock One, and yeah. I wasn't getting enough yeah. bang for my buck. And I just, it felt like that. It's exactly what I thought was more of this. Yeah. Like I just did this. Uh, but again, Bioshock One though, great story. Yeah. And um, the dude that did the 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 posable people and the yeah. bunny thing that oh. was just fan. Fantastic. They had horror elements in this game. It was just a great bit. I mean, it was haunting. Yeah, do you remember the scene where you're, you're walking in an empty room, you start examining something, you turn around, person right in your face. Yeah, exactly. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Love that. And uh, just the dialogue there, too. I mean, it was downright creepy, and it was just like the, the ramblings of a madman. Yeah. I guess it's similar to the show. But um, yeah. it was uh, it was great. It was it truly something to behold. So I think it belongs here. So if you liked or if you loved Bioshock... You'll like a lot Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. I'm far superior to Bioshock 2. Definitely have it already. I bought it uh, either on sale or in a bundle, but uh, you know, I have the three of them. I think the only thing that I really take Bioshock Infinite down, it's a way more complex of a game because there's time travel and stuff involved. So it's a way more complex of a game. Um, but I like time travel games, so I think it's cool the way they do it. Uh, tears in time. It's pretty cool. Okay. So it's worth playing because it's definitely not the same so game. So maybe as I've already beaten. Maybe you have. You just Ooh. don't. You know. You'll talk to yourself tomorrow and let myself. Yeah. And you let yourself it's, know. It's already you, complicated. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. Ar- it's yeah. There's already a paradox. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we can't do time travel. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend this, Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Check them out. Um, and then you don't have to play a remaster version of Infinite. It, they. It's still just a regular game. Yeah. Exactly. By the time I get to run to it, I'll play the remaster. Yeah, play the remaster version. Yeah. But it's 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 the, definitely worth playing. You'll like it. Um, what n- number? F- <laughs> I love this. I love this list. <laughs> are we certain? Are we certain this is the same list? Yeah. Uh, so number five. <laughs> I'm certain. Is Kevin's favorite game for the yes. PS One, which is Vib Ribbon, and it looks it's like a child's drawing. It looks like asteroids, but it's a kite. There's, um, I got nothing, folks. I got absolutely nothing, but I can tell you. Oh, it was never released in the U.S. Oh, so this is the rest of the world is laughing at us now. They're like, this game is the shit, and you yes. dumb Americans do not get to play it. Yeah, no, um, you vib ribbon for you. Um, I got nothing, folks. All I can say is, um, if you live in America and you are unfamiliar with the vib ribbon craze, I think we're okay missing this one, guys. Is, do you think this is better without playing it than Goldeneye? <laughs> positively certain that Goldeneye is a superior game. I have yeah. no doubt about this. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. So, okay. number four. Oh, thank oh. God we both played it. Yes. And that would be, and hopefully you have too, because I agree, you have to play this game before you die. You have to play Pac-Man. Yes, Pac-Man number four. It is, I hear that there is an actual pattern you can play the game. And just win every time. And win every time. That's there neat. is a pattern that, yeah, that. But I never found it. I have no idea what it is. Um, it's definitely not what I do. But I, I have to say, with um, this one, I'm going to make an argument right now. It's going to be hard to beat this one. It's going to be hard for three, two, and one here because I would fully agree. I might give Pac-Man number one. You got to play yeah. one game before you die. Yeah. Play Pac-Man. It's interesting. You, you know, it was originally ca- it was originally called Puck-Man. I did know that. And they didn't want to vandalize people vandalizing the cabinets with an F word. Absolutely. So that's a shame. Because then years later you'd have a show where a guy cursed all the time. Oh, yeah. wait. So it, and I since learned as years go by that each ghost had a different purpose. One always chased you. One always tried to um, catch you off at the pass. 
Oh, I did not know. Yeah, each ghost has a different path it takes. I know some of their names, like Pinky, Blinky, Inky, Inky, yeah, yeah. But know. yeah, I looked. There, there is actually a chart you can get. What each one actually—that's why you say it's always the red ones chasing you. Okay, that's and interesting. The, yeah, so the, each one has a slightly different path. And you know, push comes to shove. Actually, this is weird. I'd make Pac-Man number two. You know, what I'd make number one. Miss Pac-Man. I always liked it better. Yeah, I liked um, some of the elements better. Yeah, different. It had different, more different maps too. Different maps, and you can go different places off the screen, mm-hmm. and different maps. So yeah, I did. I did like Miss Pac-Man. I did like it. So number three, though, better than Pac-Man. Before you die, folks, you need to play Dino Crisis for the PS1. Well, I've never played it, but I imagine machine guns and dinosaurs um, would be a good time. I will say theoretically, because I, too, have never played it, but yeah. theoretically they've got a chance of being better than GoldenEye. I mean, they do drive a hard bargain with dinosaurs yeah. and machine guns. Yeah, I love dinosaurs. That's why I like um, Horizon Zero Dawn, but that's not going to be on this list. Um well, we got two more entries, but uh, yeah, again, if we don't know much about it, but uh, it basically says Resident Evil crossed with Jurassic Park, and that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. And um, I like dinosaurs. I gotta say, that's that yeah. sounds like a great fun time. Yeah, so, I would play it. Dino Crisis, yeah, give it a try. Dino Crisis. Uh oh. Oh, Mega Drive. Now I, I gotta agree with this, and it sucks that I have to agree with this. I know one. why. Uh, yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's great. Okay, yeah. so number two is Mortal Kombat for the Mega Drive, the AK Genesis. And why do I like this version better than the Super Nintendo version, which actually looked better? Because uh, there was no blood. They, uh, yeah, they kitted it. For they actually yeah. took. Uh, they took out uh, Fatality too, a specific oh, one fatality. where. Uh, oh, the Scorpion one. It or was the... uh, Sub Zero. Oh, Sub Zero. Their head off and their spine that, with it, and they yes. took that one out specifically. Now the rub, though, is this: with all fighting games in the Genesis, the Genesis had a big handicap. You actually had to get a different controller, because the Genesis had three buttons. Yeah. And these games used, well, Mortal Kombat used five, but Mortal Kombat used five, Street Fighter used six. So you either had to do this crazy thing where you hit select and it changed what uh, the buttons did, which was nonsense. You couldn't do that. Yeah. You don't have the time to do that in a fighting game. Or you got a different controller. Oh, that's why they, you know, I never knew, but they did come out with a newer controller for the Genesis. That had the Halfway through, buttons. they had more buttons. Yeah, it was because of the fighting games. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yep. So I had Mortal Kombat, the first one, for the... Um, SNES, and it was fantastic, but I would say, actually, uh, I would put Mortal Kombat 2 above Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, okay. I liked it more in every way. Um, it, yeah, just much better game. More but, characters, more fatalities, friendships, babalities. You had lots of goofy stuff you could do. It was fun. All right. Uh, now, let's take bets on the number one game I have that no, you have to play before you die. I have no guess. After this list, do you have even a clue what it could be? Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be Pingo Pongo. <laughs> <laughs> Some game from Japan. Um, um, uh, yeah. I, I gotta go, I'm going to go with a Mario game. Okay. you got to play Super Mario. And again, I didn't look ahead of time. I have no idea what this is. You, you have a guess? Uh... uh if I was going to guess number one game before you play Free Die, they're going to go old school probably. And they're probably going to go along the lines of, you know, Asteroids or one of those games. Okay. Old. Uh, that's what I'm guessing. All right. They're going to go really old Space school. Space Invaders? Kind Space of? Invaders. Yeah, yeah. Space Invaders. I could see them picking that. I could that. see that. That's a good pick. So number one game that you should play before you die oh, is <laughs> not Goldeneye. <laughs> 
It's definitely not gold. Boom! Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah you called it. 64. Oh, and I do, I have to say, it was a great game. Um, it was one of the best Mario games, too. Mario's just, it's again, it's wow. a Nintendo franchise. They've got wow. the... I mean, don't get me wrong, they're, they're deceiving in a way, because, like, I don't rage quit games. I rage yes. quit Mario Kart. On a regular basis, I rage quit Mario yes. Kart. Um, it's Nintendo, and it's, I want to say, endearing and lovable, and everything's adorable. But make no mistake, you do die frequently. Yeah, frequently, yeah. And those adorable little monsters, they will, will kill you. So, um, But everybody loves Mario. How do you not? Yes, and I would say I played this, and I said before I played Mario Odyssey, and it seems like Super Mario sixty four version two point Yeah, it's very much the same feel, and same more you know childlike sense of joy you get when you play it. You know, you get to hop on things and do you know go through these doorways because there's doorways in the um, Odyssey. You go through the doorways of the stars. Um, just same in the new game. I have it's to very say, similar. Out of this list, there were a lot of sixty four games. Yeah, seems like if you're going to list the, the best game system to have to play all the games before you die, get yourself a Nintendo 64. You could do a lot worse, yeah. You really yeah. could. Um, here's the rub. I don't know if it's better than Golden. <laughs> but that was a Nintendo 64, <laughs> though. It was a 64 game. <laughs> yes. But I don't know if I'd put that above GoldenEye. Yeah, um, see, I would get less frustrated with this, so I think I would like this better than GoldenEye. Overall, by and large, for people in yeah. general, yes. I would agree. Yes. This would be well, more well-liked. Yes. Um, but uh, there's no question. The princess is in a different castle. Well, James Bond would definitely take out Mario. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, maybe. Unless he jumped on his head in time. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this is uh, great. And I do have a couple things, actually, to point out before we wrap here. So, uh, first of all, guys, apologies. Um, we, we've learned a valuable lesson. We've learned a lot of lessons on all these shows. But what we've learned on uh, this one is that uh, a top 100 list is not something you slip into the end of one of your episodes. As it turns out, it could be three episodes all by itself. It is, yes. Uh, so it's more than three hours worth of uh, talking about 100 games. So. Exactly, yeah. And it went quick. And I do like this, though. So we will be doing more lists in the future. And uh, if you didn't listen to uh, yesterday's or the previous podcast, rather... Um, there is a competition that uh, challenge, if you will, for next week, and that is basically that Kevin and I need to establish two lists uh, to have ready for our show next week, and that would be the top ten games for us personally. You know, yep. like what what are the top ten games for your life versus what the top ten through mine, and then we're putting a twist on our top ten list. We're gonna do one. You can only play ten games for the rest of your life. What are those games? Yes. <clears throat> and, you know, i got to admit, whatever I say, I want to, especially with the 10 for the rest of my life, I want to say right now, I regret my decisions. <laughs> yeah, but what are the over and under on whether we're going to be able to go through both lists in one episode? That is a very good point you make. <laughs> yes. Um, that is a very good point you make. But, well, you know, as it turns out, these episodes last exactly as long as they last. Mm. So we may just have a long episode. <laughs> Um, but that being said, today is a, a very momentous occasion for us. So uh, those of us, you that have been with us this whole time, I can't thank you enough because this is already episode 10, my friend. Numeral DS. I mean, just unbelievable. We've, uh, you know, this is a milestone for us. Obviously, we plan on doing many, many more, but uh, we just can't believe how fast we got here and all the help we've had along the way. And on that note, I'd like to give a shout-out, and this shout-out's going to 
basically be somewhat misconstrued. But I'd like to give a shout out to my wife, Mick, for all the support she's given me during all this and everything she's doing. And I suspect listeners at home are like, oh, that's the sweetest thing ever. But the reality is she's never going to listen to us, so she's never going to know I said that. But nonetheless, I appreciate it. So uh, that being said, any shout-outs you'd like to give before we uh, get into our next little thing here and wrap this up? Uh, no, I'd like to just one more shout-out to uh, twobeardgaming.com. I will be sending you some emails. Yes, that's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for that list. And uh, Kevin, how does the folks out there get in contact with us? Uh, they can hit us up on our email, which is toot at tootcast.net. They can go to their website at tootcast.net, or they can uh, tweet, to, tweet at us at, at tootcast. Well, thank you, sir, as always. And uh, this is Sean. This is Kevin. And that's the one other thing. Good night. <laughs>